You are now listening to Dragger Beats. Yo, what's up, guys? This is Donald Paz, aka Dbot, aka Dragger Beats, back. For another episode. Yeah, so this volume three is actually the last of the series that I've made. Shout out to everybody who's been giving me love, by the way. Uh I I, I keep seeing um all the tweets about like yo, he's dropping them week after week, like yo, like you're you know, like I'm a machine and stuff, which um it's kinda like YD Bot was a name that was, you know, given to me by my good friend Sunny Hermano. But uh yeah so this is the last one um there won't be another one after this just letting you guys know don't don't feel like next friday's dropping in a volume four hits because uh yeah that's not gonna happen <laughs> um but yeah no i uh i had a lot of fun like just kind of putting these beats together i had some time you know to myself to be able to do something like this and it's been really cool um I uh, was able to speak with Tall Black Guy a couple days ago, and we were just on the phone catching up, and I had let him know about how I was doing this, and um, it was kind of funny because we were reminiscing on those times and everything, and just where we, where we were at, and, and, and the mindset and everything, and just like where we're at now, and just like, just kind of like, you know, where our career paths have taken us, so it's been really cool, so shout out to Tall Black Guy, shout out to the family. Um, and yeah, I mean, uh, Reflections Volume 3 is continuing um, my growth as a music producer. Uh, the beats here stem from 2012 into 2015. The reason why it ends in 2015, if you're wondering, is because 2016, actually in 2015 is when I started interning at the radio station that I'm currently at. And um, 2016 is when I really got hired full time. So what had happened is because I started picking up this job in radio and learning everything about radio and broadcast, which is a whole different animal, like the systems are different. Everything's different. I mean, certain things stay the same, like, you know, how, how to work a microphone, how to work an equalizer, compressor, things like that. Things that are more prone to me as a as an audio engineer. Um, but at the same time, too, that's that's the thing that kind of started getting me into wanting to do audio engineering. Um, prior to this, I was just making beats. And I guess you could say I was mixing my own beats because I really was. Like I was, I, w- I would use Waves plugins on to kind of shape the kick that I want um, to create a, a, a drum bus and, and then bust my drums there. And then what plugins I needed to use for the drum bus, how I wanted to compress them. And yeah, and and I think like for the most part, even when it came to chopping samples, like EQing what I wanted out of them, like if I wanted the bass part out, I would just kind of start doing a low pass. I mean, a high pass filter, you know, if I wanted to give it like a telephone feel, obviously kind of high pass and low pass together, put it somewhere in the middle. Um, So yeah, like it's just a lot of little things that like they translate well into audio engineering. So that mixed with working in radio, kind of became where I'm at right now, which is podcasting, engineering, and creating podcasts. And that's why I don't feel like it's really hard for me to record this stuff and and mix it and and put it out Um, because I'm just so, I guess it's just so natural to me at this point. I don't feel like I'm doing anything extra. 
Um, but, but I do get it. Like there's people in the space and podcasting that, that have no clues. So to them, like a lot of the stuff that I do is just like, they feel like it's like some sort of grandmaster level. And I feel like, nah, dude, like I'm still learning and I'm still growing. And there's a lot of that. But anyways, that is like a big old side story of two as to why it ends in 2015. But basically that's, that's, that's what it is. I, I, I work in radio and I only make beats here and there. And it's not like what it used to be where I would just crank them out in my bedroom um, now I kind of, you know, space myself out a little bit. I, I kind of, um, try to get more innovative with what I'm doing. Uh, you know, not that I don't love boom bap. I love boom bap, but, uh, I also want to like be more versatile because I do, that's just what I want to do. And, um, some people love it. Some people don't, and, and that's fine. I mean, music is subjective, so not everybody's going to like it. So, um, if you're a creator, if you make music, if you make anything, if you're in photography, video, whatever you do, like do what you love. Um, I know it sounds cliche, but you know, um, yeah, like it's just, it's just, it's a passion, you know, to some people, this is therapy. This is like an outlet to let things out, let feelings out. And that's good. You got to let that out. So yeah. Um, don't want to get too deep into like a philosophical talk either. <laughs> I feel like that's what's happening right now. Let's dive in to some of the tracks that I want to highlight from Reflections Volume 3. So this beat that I made was called Means A Lot. Um, the sample, if you don't kind of, if you can't really tell yet, I mean, I kind of pitched it a little bit, but it's pretty obvious and it's basically baby come back by player um that was released in 1977 so i took that track and i flipped it and i made this beat out of it um really what inspired me to make this beat was actually the bangers i don't know if you guys know them um i think they're still around i'm not too sure but i know that they were known for making a lot of the music for the jabberwockies the dance group um i don't know if you guys remember the jabberwockies and they won the first uh, america's best dance crew competition and uh, they usually do the halftime shows for the NBA, especially when the Warriors are in it. They, they do the halftime shows. And um, yeah, they, they, they're really good. They won the competition. And then the Bangers, they put out an album, actually, that was kind of more like a, it was kind of one of those self-release things back when it was like mixtape leaking times. You know, I think this was like 2010. And the album was called The Robot Remains. And it's like supposedly like kind of basically every track they've remixed and everything. So they remixed Baby Come Back by Player. And when I heard it and when I saw how they flipped it, it really inspired me. I was like, I got that song. Cause I do have that song. Actually, my dad gave me a CD full of like 70s hits music, like Hotel California and all that. And um, I knew I had that song. So I ripped it from the CD and then I flipped it um, into this beat, which was means a lot. And um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. I, I always wanted to flip like a really popular song and, and see what I could do with it. So that was what I did with that. So the second song I wanted to highlight is an interesting one, actually, because the sample of it is People Want to Be Needed by The Aeronaut, which came out in 1999. Um, I made this beat and I called it refreshed, I think, because at the time I wanted something different. And the crazy part about this sample is that it's actually a trance song, like the trance, the genre trance music, which is, you know, like rave music. Um, so I heard this track first in 2001. Um, it's actually the opening song of DJ Tiesto's Magic 7 Los Angeles mix. 
I remember my brother, he had the CD and was a huge fan of Tiesto. Um, he would play this in his car and this would be the opening song in the mix. So it always got me because it was just like, it felt like the perfect song to like start your trance mix. And it was really cool to see that. And yeah, I, I remember just listening to different trance music that I have in my library. And then just one day just thinking like, hmm, I wonder if I could flip one of these. Like, I wonder what it would sound like because I know that the pace of it is so fast. It's just like, how do you, how do you do it? Um, sampling like soul music is pretty simple because a lot of that music is so slow, like in the kind of 70, 75 BPM range of that. If you were to bump it up to like 80 or 85 for hip hop, you can do that. You just pitch it up and it goes into this high pitch. This is why you hear so many soul samples on beats like from Kanye or like from Talib Kweli's music where like it's high pitched like you could hear the vo the vocals sound really high because it's easier to do it that way but in trance I was like how do I do this this, is, this would be the opposite like if I pitch it down it's gonna sound more like dark and heavy and I tried pitching it down I remember and I it didn't sound good to me like I didn't like the way it sounded so what I did is I actually left it in its original BPM which is 140 and what I did is um, I basically created it like if it was a dubstep track. Um, and at the same time, too, this was when dubstep was taking off. This is when Skrillex is winning all of Grammys, too. So, yeah. So basically in dubstep, the way it works is you put the snare on the third count of every bar. And it basically kind of makes it sound like somewhat of what you would notice in a hip hop track. But really, it's just one snare every bar on the third count. And then the kicks, you throw them somewhere in the one and the two. And yeah, so that, that was this one. And I remember playing this one to some people and they actually liked it. They're like, well, this is actually pretty different. Um, I didn't know what the response would be when I send this out stuff to, to friends and everything because I just don't know. I mean, to me, it sounds good. I mean, it's my attempt. So that was my attempt to it. Nothing too crazy, but I just wanted to see if I could do something where I could flip a trance track. So this was my attempt. In 2012, I got together with a uh, friend of mine that I met through my other friend, Billy, a.k.a. Rec, a.k.a. Criollo now. His name was Genetics, and I remember we got together to create this EP um, uh, where we kind of just basically put our, our talents together, uh, my beats and his rhymes. And... The sample of this beat called The Way is actually The Way by Jill Scott, which came out in 2000. I remember in that 2011-ish, probably towards the end of it, I started getting into like my Neo Soul vibe. And I was just like really diving into listening to a lot of Neo Soul music. I was into like Erica Badu. I was into like um, Jill Scott. I was listening to um, Bailal, Music Soul Child. I was listening to D'Angelo. And yeah, this was one of the songs that when I heard it, I was like, man, I wonder if I could do something with this. And I did. I threw it up, started slicing it up. I started pitching it up. And yeah, that's, this was the beat that came out of it. A cool, fun story about this beat and about the song The Way is that uh, it actually got played on the radio in New Zealand. 
And that was a cool experience. And uh, shout out to Chaka for that. She actually was the one that pushed our EP out to different publications, different blogs. And it got featured on a couple of them. It got featured on Bama Love Soul. And it was really cool to get that experience of like kind of uh, like kind of witnessing what a rollout is, you know, like how a rollout works for your projects, like what it means to just not just put it up on Bandcamp, but like how it is to submit it to places so that they can feature it. And then eventually that's how we got word that it got played in New Zealand. Like the song got played in the New Zealand radio station that like does a lot of more underground rap music. So that was really cool. And that was a pretty dope highlight. So yeah, this was the way. Hope you love it. I don't know if you guys have seen the movie Green Book with Mahershala Ali, where he plays Don Shirley, the kind of pianist, jazzy guy. Don Shirley is actually the person playing the sample for this beat that I name sometimes. And the actual original song is called Sometimes I Feel Like a Motherless Child. It, was, it came out in 1960 by Don Shirley. And it's actually a spiritual song. It, um, it's not originally by him, but this was his rendition of it. Um, Motherless Child is definitely like a pretty famous uh, spirituals um, song that if you've ever, if you know the history of spirituals music, which I found out after the fact, it's a collection of music. It's part of like the Christian music genre, if you want to say that. At least that's what Wikipedia is telling me. And that it's associated with Black Americans that were singing these songs during slavery and slave times. And yeah, this was Don Shirley's piano arrangement. And um, I remember getting this vinyl record i was at record surplus and i remember digging through a lot of different um vinyl records and i knew i went in there with the intention of wanting to get nothing but like instrumental records um i didn't want anything with lyrics on it just pure like instrumental because it was to me it felt like it was just easier to to, to sample off instrumentals especially if there was like solo instruments which this whole album by don shirley is nothing but piano so you do get like you could get a lot of piano samples from that um but that that was my goal so i remember getting that record in my hand and then playing it in the little sample area where you could like listen in before you buy it and i remember listening to it and just being like man this is really good like the piano playing is really good the way it was recorded sounds nice it sounds clean i loved it and uh, i bought the record and then took it home and i remember sampling this track and then i uh was able to make something out of that so this is sometimes by me The last track I want to highlight is actually my favorite beat that I made in this collection where I like I could play this one over and over again. And I think it's mainly because of the drums. Now, when you hear this beat, you're going to make out the drums real easily if you're like a hardcore hip hop head, because this is the most obvious drum loop you'll ever hear. And that's actually from Eric B and Rakim's Paid in Full, which actually they sampled that from Ashley's Roach Clip, which came out in 1974. I wish I could tell you what the actual instrumental sample is, like the dun, 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 like the piano part that's in there. 
but I don't know what that sample was. I can't remember it off the top of my head. And the thing is, these tracks are already like, these were final tracks. I mean, I would have to go back to my old Sony Asset session to open that, and I don't even have a PC anymore. So I don't, I can't tell you what the sample was. I can only tell you that those drums are pretty, pretty epic because of the Eric B and Rakim paid in full drums. But uh, yeah, I loved it. I thought the cool part about the sample is that it lent itself a lot to kind of let itself be separated in different parts. So like the bass part is actually a separate part from the main the main loop. And then there's like an accompanying loop underneath and they're all from the same song. It's just had, it had so many different uh, layers that I was able to layer it myself. And yeah, that, that was a good one. And uh, kind of fun fact slash, you know, interesting story about this one is that uh, my buddy Arson actually wrote a song to this one. And remember where he sent me a draft of that song and I was floored when I heard it. And uh, man, it was really good. I, I was hoping that, uh, I, that that the whole world would hear that track soon, but uh, we have yet to hear it. Uh, has not been unearthed yet. and. Uh, I don't know if it will be, to be honest. That's that's up to him. Um, maybe we will, maybe we won't. But uh, yeah, it was really cool to hear him do what he did on his thing. That was a that was a really dope song. And uh, yeah, this was uh, my beat. I called it Elayment, and this is my favorite one from the whole collection. This is Reflections Volume Three. This is the behind the music. Stay tuned. I'm hoping to see if I can get something else going with this feed. Uh, nothing crazy yet. This is just a random feed, like I always say in every episode. Um, but yeah, like click subscribe, rate, review it, you know, rate me on Spotify, share it with somebody, share it with people who like want to be inspired to make music or something. Um, that would be really dope. And uh, yeah, I'll see you whenever I talk to you guys and uh, go check out the album. Go check out the beats. It's on Bandcamp. It's going to be streaming on Audius as well. For those that are into the Web3, you know, that's me too. And yeah, like go love and support it. And I want to thank you guys for, for listening to this. I know there's a lot of podcasts out there that you could be listening to, but I'm really glad that you play, click play and that you sat through the whole thing and, and kind of hear me kind of ramble on about my work um, and just me looking back at this whole moment and kind of understanding like how far I've come. I think this has been a crazy personal diary thing for me as well so it's been therapy for me as well so it's been really cool it's it's been a lot of fun and i can't wait to maybe be able to put out another project in the future where maybe it's a bit more cohesive and maybe something more thematic um i think that's something that i definitely would want to like dive into something more thematic um than just a bunch of random beats put together um not that nothing wrong with that by the way um it's just that you know it's a compilation it's a compilation. So yeah, uh, talk to you guys soon. Later.